Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today I'm speaking with Carla Atherton. In addition to being the host and producer of the Children's Health Summit 4 and director of the Healthy Family Formula, Carla is an acreage living mother of three specializing in family health with a focus on functional, holistic, natural health and wellness. I hope that you enjoy my conversation today with Carla. She had invited me to be on the Children's Health Summit for, and I think that she's putting so much great work out into the world that I wanted to get um, her on the podcast so you all could get to know her better. So please enjoy. Welcome, Carla. I'm so excited to interview you today on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> well, I just re- recently connected with you. Um, you were so sweet and invited me on your Children's Health Summit. I believe this is the fourth summit you've created for Children's Health, and we've gotten to know each other, and I know that you have a big heart and have a lot of great information that you're trying to put out into the world, so I thought it would be a lot of fun to interview you today. Awesome. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Thank you so much for saying that. And thanks for being on my summit as well, Christine. Absolutely. And we'll we'll share more about the summit throughout our conversation because I was um, looking at your speaker list and you just put a lot of great um, speakers from a lot of different uh, disciplines and a lot of different avenues. So so it's just jam-packed with a lot of great information. So I, I think you really did a wonderful job. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. So Carla, um, before we dive into really learning about your uh, mission of really creating this idea of a family health revolution, um, like all of my guests, I always love to hear, you know, what started this passion and many people have a personal story, but if you want to just share with us um, what really um, started you on this path to educating um, our communities about health and family, uh, family health. Well, uh, I kind of was thrown into it. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, of course, I, I was interested in health for a long time, but I just really didn't have any idea what that meant, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I thought I was health conscious, quote unquote. I thought I, you know, fed my children well. I thought I, you know, as long as we had a bit of broccoli and that was okay if we had a bunch of fries, you know, like, you know, we, we, we balanced itself out. Um, you know, we did a lot of outdoor stuff, you know, my little, my guys were little and, um, you know, so we really did live healthfully in many ways, you know, my, you know, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, even, you know, and physically for sure, you know, but, um, I think I didn't really get it, you know, until my daughter uh, was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And then I really realized what I didn't know. Like I, I, I went, Oh my goodness, because when we were thrown into that sort of medical environment, uh, you know, where a parent is given, you know, the family is faced with a diagnosis, right? Like the big D day. And then we're like, okay, well, what now? And, you know, there were many, many reactions to what what, uh, was going on with her from, you know, like condolences, right? Almost like, you know, something happened, like somebody died. (laughs) Or like, I'm so sorry that, you know, all the way to um, sort of almost like a denial, you know, like where, oh, that's okay, you know, I guess you just kind of deal with that, and that's sort of the way it is, and people not really understanding the real gravity of the situation, but also not not really giving us any good information as to where to go from there. So, um, you know, we're in the hospital, uh, we're given really bad advice right off the hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, 
Oh, you know, so like, for instance, the kid in the next bed eating Fruit Loops, uh, you know, newly diagnosed with type one, but eating Fruit Loops because that's what that child wanted. And they didn't want to jar the family. And, you know, and by by having them make any big changes right away, because it's going to be too traumatic. Well, tell you what, you know, type one, it can be traumatic if you're still eating Fruit Loops, you know, mm-hmm. so that's, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And so I'm out. Yeah, I'm already bringing soup into the, to, you know, homemade soup into the hospital thinking I'm not feeding my kid that. And, um, you know, and it was only a few days. They get you oriented and then, you know, send you on your way. And then we're, we're out there going, okay, now what? But I'm not really one to kind of sit on my hands. Uh, you know, I got busy. I started researching right off, right away. I knew I had a really good friend who was a naturopath. She was helpful in, in some ways. And in the other ways, I, I filled in the blanks. Um, and it took me years. I mean, even now, I'm still learning a great deal about this whole concept of health that I had to put together um, from something that was actually really incomplete before, you know, because I knew there was no pill for nil. There's no cure. There's no one thing to do. There actually was multifactorial. And that's when I came to the the um the whole world of functional medicine and then realizing the the real power of functional um and lifestyle med like lifestyle medicine sorry and, and lifestyle interventions and how diet is so much more important than just you know kind of eating healthy food you know like that's good for you well, why is it good for you and and you know root causes so nobody was encouraging us to look for root causes and when we went in to see, you know, the, the, the doctors and the, the diabetes team, the pediatric diabetes team, we actually stopped seeing them because they would, uh, I would say, well, you know, look, I, I took her off of gluten, you know, and because that actually is, you know, I was explaining the science and all the things I was learning. And they basically said, why? You know, that's, that's, they would look really, literally, I was a lunatic mother. <laughs> like, I, I laugh like that. That's kind of like the lunatic laugh, right? Like I'm a lunatic. So I, I, okay, so I've got to learn this. And then I couldn't help but teach it to other people. So I started to train. I got health coaching designations. I started, you know, studying functional medicine. I started seeking out different supports, um, you know, reading a lot. So that's, I read, right? That's what I do and I research and I started writing and then reaching out to my community and started to help other families. So that's how I became the director of the Healthy Family Formula and then producing the three health summits that I produced. And then the, this last one, the fourth one, is really like, I'm so proud of it. It's like the the what I've learned to this day, sort of, you know, mm-hmm. kind of represented here and there. So that's kind of how I came to that. Sorry for the really long story, but um, I really had to kind of demedicalize my family's health and realize that it wasn't a pill for an ill. It was really root cause resolution is what we were going for. And um, being able to find the supports to help us guide, like guide us to the right, like the really, the, the answers rather than all the problems that we couldn't fix or there was no hope for because I knew that that was not true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing your story. And I'm sure your daughter is doing so much probably better than um, her peers probably were diagnosed at the same time because of the information you sought out. And I think probably, like you said, kind of when your eyes are open to this, it's just no turning back, right? And you want to share share this with the world. 
and we've kind of already jumped into this, but, you know, obviously there's this whole need for this idea of a revolution in family health. Can you just talk a little bit more about how, um, how your work has evolved and really your mission in supporting families? Because again, um, you know, I see a lot of patients who are chronically ill and I usually it's, you know, one family member who's very sick, um, you know, but nobody is immune within the family system of all the things that we're always looking at. And so, um, you know, at times, you know, I start working with people and then we'll see their children or their husband or so forth. And so it's how do we get, you know, really the family system, you know, the um, healthy, the individual can be healthier when the family is healthier. Right. So. Um, so, yeah, I just love to hear your your approach and your your thoughts on that. Well, it's, yeah, thanks for asking that because it, that's, you know, it took me a bit to figure out how was I going to do this, you know, what, and at first I was just, you know, kind of appealing to the moms and the burnt out mamas, which is based really, um, the you know, the majority of pe- the, the contact for the family that I have now still, I mean, that's just, that's what, that's what's going on. But it wasn't, it wasn't until I realized I'm like, no, we're dealing with whole families. We're not just dealing with your child that you're coming in to, you know, um, you know, get help with and, and or navigate a health challenge. We're not just dealing with, um, you know, your children. Maybe there's more than one. Maybe we're not deal- just dealing with your mom, your dad. We're dealing with the uh, the caregivers as well. And also, most of the time, those moms and dads, they're, they're, they're having their own health struggles. It's just that they're trying to hold up everybody else. And the, the health of each family member affects the others, just like you were saying. So if one person's healthy, then, you know, the rest will be inclined to be healthier. If one, per- but then if, you know, one person isn't, they're going to kind of, you know, move the balance the other way too. So it's like, it's a system. And it's so, it's, it's like, uh, almost like that whole system of health that I sort of came to understand you know, mind, body, spirit, functional, root cause, resolution, all that stuff, demedicalizing. Um, that is sort of the same idea because there are so many different parts to that um, that whole, you know, and that's the same for the family. And I thought, you know what, if you're not able to, um, you know, coach or to guide, uh, support an entire family, then then you're really, really moving, like trying to like, run uphill. And um so and, and ignoring a lot of healing opportunities, and so and and many health coaches don't really know how to handle whole families. So it's like that you know they're they're not really dealing with pediatrics, or um, they can't really uh, you know support an entire family. They're really focused on the individual, and I felt that there was something lacking there because we again we have the opportunity and also maybe like really the need to work with whole families. So you know offering family. Um, sessions or you know like take an intake is to the whole family like finding out what the health is of everybody not just the one person so th- those things there's a really a very long list of things that can be looked at when you're working with the whole family but that's really what I wanted to do and so you mentioned the word revolution that's a, I call myself re- revolutionary mama when I my sign off <laughs> from my newsletter it's fun okay and I that's sort of who I am that's where I come from I feel like we really need a revolution. And that, that revolution, that, that word is a word of empowerment for parents to be able to feel like they have the power to do this. They don't have to rely on somebody else to tell them that they can, for one thing, that they, that they should, for another thing, but they, they, that they can. I mean, like, can as in, like, um, 
they don't need to tell someone to tell them that they can is in permission. But what I tell people that they can do it, what they can do, um, because it gives them options. You know, it's like a, an opportunity, right? Like that. It's like um, you actually have the power to do this. And then when parents figure that out, then they move out of that mindset of, you know, I hope someone can cure me or my children. I, I wish I, I but I can't. And I, I, you know, it's like that burnout. I'm sure, Christine, you see people come into your office every day. And I recognize that look a mile away of that tired uh, parent that either doesn't know that they can do something about it or that they're told they can't or they don't actually know what to do. Right. So um, so that's what I aim to do is empower people. And I feel like we need that revolution because. We are so medicalized. We, we, you know, our society is is very quick fix. It's too fast. It's it's ignoring symptoms and it's ignoring uh, the body telling us, you know, what it needs. Um, and our, and again, you know, in the family, if you have that situation, we're not really hearing our kids either, you know, because we if it's it's so fast and so chaotic, I would say. Uh, that we're really missing again opportunities for for like really actually true healing rather than slapping on band-aids and hoping it all stays together till tomorrow you know mm -hmm. so you know we're seeing things like ADHD and autism and autoimmune conditions and childhood cancers and learning disabilities and mood problems depression anxiety you know explosive behavior oppositional defiance apathy I mean this stuff is just skyrocketing I mean mm -hmm. absolute skyrocketing and so that's why I feel like we need this revolution because we our kids are, are really suffering our families are suffering and it's not necessary so that's yeah that's my little revolution yeah. <laughs> no absolutely absolutely and I am um, you know being a new mom you know um you know I just see the importance and the future of our you know planet is our children right and so you know their health is just so important and I think it's just so sad right that the in, there's such an increase in childhood illnesses from allergies to autoimmunity to neurological diseases and so what are some of your ideas of kind of the root causes behind why our children are sick today well, you know, like I said, we're moving too fast and not getting anywhere. And so the stress level is super high. And it's not just emotional, mental stress. I mean, that's that's bad enough as it is. And we all know the physiology behind that. Anybody who listens to your podcast, you, they've listened to many people that have a lot of really good science on this and can expand a lot more. Um, but, you know, so we're having that, that physiological response, the mental trouble, you know, but we're also having, um, you know, physical, like, you know, where we have, you know, the stressors on our bodies, like on the immune system, you know, so we've got lots of chemicals in the environment that these assaults really, like toxicities, um, that our immune systems are just uh, really highly burdened. And we've got this toxic load, you know, that it, it used the words of Patty Lemmer, um, that is just like more, 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 more. And there's just not the foundation to support that kind of pressure. Uh, so these, these kids' bodies are really... Uh, you know, under a lot of assault, um, you know, in the environment, um, in the way we live, in the things we do and don't do. So, you know, we're eating really poor, uh, poor diets, you know, that are very low in nutrition and high in chemical, uh, you know, additives and, you know, glyphosate and, you know, all of these things that are uh, really damaging to, to the body and to the immune system, to the microbiome, right? So, you know, everybody's gut is a mess uh, because of that. 
um, and also the, the um, environmental assaults. And so, and we're, you know, uh, so we're not, we're eating the things that we shouldn't be eating and we're also industrialized food and we're also not eating the same things we should, you know, so getting those good greens and eating the rainbow and getting enough, you know, adequate protein, not too, too much like, and, and not an adequate fat and good fat. And then we've got, you know, um, things that we're doing, you know, like sitting around, uh, you know, playing video games or, you know, exposure to EMFs, you know, you name it. Like there's, I can just keep going and going. And just a couple more things I would like to mention, though, is the, you know, the this whole lifestyle of sitting um, and not getting outside in nature. I think that has just really robbed us of the, the whole, the real root of being a human being and and the reason why nature is so healing is because it's it's got everything we need it's got absolutely everything we need so we're very disconnected from nature um and so you know our microbiome suffer and our mental health suffers and you know nature is actually meditative to be out there we also get connected to our planet so we take better care of it right and so um and we get more connected to each other and nature and the the, the real reason that we're living right so i think that um that's another issue our sleep is an issue for sure uh, you know we don't we don't sleep enough uh we don't sleep at the right times we don't actually prepare for sleep you know let our, our biological clocks kind of wind down at the end of the day with blue lights and phones ringing and you know um all kinds of stuff going on right before trying to go to bed we're not re repairing at that time of day uh, and so, and then we don't really get any rest, time for creativity, to slow down, to stop, to enjoy, <laughs> enjoy what we're working so hard to have. So it's very, it's multifactorial, but I really think that it's a matter of not enough good stuff in and to, and so, and not enough bad stuff out. And so our bodies and our children's bodies are really taking a beating because of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's like our children um, are not starting from zero, right, when they're born anymore. It's, yeah. you know, the exposures um, from mom in utero, and then when they're born, um, you know, they're just, you know, we're up against a lot more. And you have a lot of wonderful people on your summit from Stephanie Seneff to, I think, Dr. Michelle Perro, and a lot of wonderful um I think um, Dr. Song, too, um, who I'm friends with, and, you know, just a lot of great people in pediatrics who are looking at all of these things. So I'm sure your summit covers, like, every one of these things that you just mentioned as a whole, you know, hour-long talk, right? <laughs> you know, so, um, so no, I, but I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, I think when we're in this world, we kind of take for granted, um, you know, what we know and kind of how empowered we feel. And I think um, that's why your message is so important because you can, I, you know, I have a lot of, um, you know, friends in the community who don't really know much about my work or, you know, what I do. And, you know, I see them kind of go through the the system that if you weren't, didn't have this education or background, you just kind of go along with, right? And so, um, you know, so I think, of course, education is the key to empowerment. Um, but what other, you know, barriers do you feel are, um, you know, that our families are up against to get better? I know this is a complex uh, topic. Yeah, well, you know, I can make that short and sweet for you, actually. Um, unlike most things, <laughs> I have lots to say, but really, I mean, the lack of resources, you mm -hmm. know, really. Uh, and so what are those resources? Time? I mean, this is what people tell me over and over mm -hmm. again. I can't because, or I want to, but this is making it harder, right? Time. 
So we're, again, we're busy and everybody is. And that's, I think that's okay to be busy, just not busy doing things you don't want to do. They don't understand why you're doing it. And, um, you know, if there's a purpose and if it, you know, you're enjoying yourself, it's okay to have a really full life. But, you know, what are we, so what, what choices are we making in that life, you know, that are sort of making our goals more of a reality or further away? And what are those goals really are, what really are those goals? And so, um, you know, so time and so reallocating time is a really good uh, thing to encourage or that I help uh, people to do is reallocating their time. It's like, okay, look, you know, I know you don't like cook much. But how could we, you know, free up some time for you to do that? Would that be a crock pot? Would that be everybody else helping <laughs> rather than one parent or one, you know, doing that job? Um, you know, there are lots of uh, hacks for that. So and then also, you know, are you kind of like crashing out on the couch watching TV and thinking you don't have time? But, you know, that that is actually time that you could be using but you're tired because your health isn't good and, or you just, you know, you want to check out. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that kind of shakes out with time. Um, as soon as people really realize that they do have a lot more control over it than they think. Right. And then money as another thing, I, you know, money is always an issue and people have a really hard time. Most people can't afford, you know, a really high, like a, you know, high priced functional medicine doctor, um, even, you know, to pay for health coaching, people say, well, why would I pay money to do that? Because that, you know, what are they going to do for me? You know, so um, and and so it's, re again, reallocating that, helping people to get their heads around that and then finding better uh, ways to spend that money. Because, you know, we have to really realize that some families can't afford to do all the testing that we would want and maybe finding different testing for them, maybe not doing the testing and doing, you know, really uh, more th thorough health histories. Um, you know, maybe bundling some things or really, you know, getting really clear on the stuff we really, really need. And then the other things to see down the road, helping people to budget, like all that stuff is kind of left up to the family to figure out. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a barrier for them because they say, I don't have it. I'm, and they don't even start because mm -hmm. they can't, they don't know what to do. So um, energy is another uh, barrier. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's like, like, you know, if you have a family and even if one of the family members has any sort of chronic illness, most of the time, if there's something going on in the family, I don't think anybody's really well that, you know, everybody's kind of having struggles in their own way. And so energy, uh, you know, can be a real problem, you know, so it's not just the time it's like, okay, maybe you have some of the time, but you're just like taking down on the couch or, you know, you're still going, but you just don't want to, like, you just if you, you know what it's like, you, your, your little one isn't that old, Christine. And mm. so you're probably still not sleeping that good. <laughs> and so, you know, like that, even one night of that, you don't want to do anything. Like really, it's just, and then if you have a good sleep and you feel rested and you feel nourished and you feel loved and like, you gotta, it's like endless bottomless energy. But if you're in that energy suck, um, it's like, it's like, you almost don't even know what it feels like to be out of that. Mm -hmm. So energy and, and so, yeah, there's, it's a limited supply. You know, we don't have endless energy unless we are able to retank and recharge or tank up and recharge. And then knowledge, again, you were saying education, right? Um, we need to know, like, I mean, not everything is yes or no, exactly right. 
you know, but I mean, at least, you know, we can help with that education piece. Like parents need to know that there, there are these choices and then they can actually make really good decisions for themselves and their families um, according to what they've uncovered. You know, the compelling evidence, the pros and cons, is that going to work for my family or not? Does that apply to this kid or not? Because it's not going to apply across the board. Um, so they need to have that kind of education and knowledge and then support. Support's the last one. Um, you know, friends, family, practitioners, uh, you know, so professionals, but I think really the support um, is really lies in the family and, and in the friends and the community circles. You know, that, that's where the support is the strongest and the most consistent uh, or, or needs to be. Everything um, that you mentioned is, um, you know, I see patients, again, who are pretty sick and have been through a lot. And, you know, the hardest part, I think, from all myself and the other doctors that I work with is that, you know, we see, like, the path for the patient and everything that the patient needs to be, you know, to do. And it's just the reality of that, right? How to break that down from point A to point B. And, I mean, that's a lot of, you know, our work and what we do. But, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely um, overwhelming, right, on many, many levels. And so I think it's really important important um to just acknowledge that right and then also come up with some solutions um to really make you know our i mean we're not going to change medicine unless this is all accessible to everybody right you know and so you know how i kind of see what we're doing at places like sophia and the work that dr Klinghart is we're just really trying to understand really why people are so sick and so we can try to really get our treatment plans really dialed in and really help the people that you know we're serving and doing, you know, our best at that. And then from that, you know, making that kind of uh, those ideas um, more mainstream and more accessible. So then more, you know, this is, um, you know, uh, there's more support uh, financially and, you know, with um, resources. So this can actually happen for, for everyone, right? You know, this is kind of, you know, again, my vision of utopia, right? You know, how can we just make the medicine that we all know that people need accessible to everyone? So I just really um, am really happy that you're putting this into the conversation because it's we don't have the perfect answers but I, I know that you've really thought about this and you know you've developed um a training and programs and you know your way to tackle um how to get these um to how to get people really on their on their path to healing can you share a little bit more about what what you've created yeah sure um okay so you know one of the things that i i really I'm passionate about is bridging that gap between because I'm I'm part of both worlds, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I love the science, I love the research, I I love doing the work as a clinician and with the families and interpreting the tests and figuring out the root causes and teaching people about you know functional health and or medicine and, and you know lifestyle interventions and all that stuff. Like I love doing that part. And I love learning about the, all the stuff that we're discovering, all those things you keep talking to people about, Christine, like th this stuff is absolutely fascinating. And it's so, it opens up a world of opportunity because of the stuff we're learning at a breakneck pace right now. Like we're doing, I think the job, the work that the researchers, the scientists, the clinicians, you know, like yourself, like, uh, you know, like yourself and Dr. Klinghardt are doing, I just, I think that it's, that's just life changing and, and very progressive. Um, but at the same time, I'm a mom, you know, I, I've been in that place where I can't access 
the, the all this knowledge and or I can access the knowledge but not really the plan to put me to make that knowledge actually you know the rubber hit the road you know like so I had to learn that it took me you know years to to actually train myself and then I just did it myself and so and then I started helping other people which is great because then I wouldn't be doing this if I hadn't taught myself but um and I learned from other people too don't get me wrong it's not like I just plucked it from the sky but I I come from that place where I know what it's like to not have the energy I know what it's like to have a whole family who's sick I have I know what it's like to not have the rights the supports um and I know what it's like not to have the money and not to have the time I know what that's like I've had all of those things happen at the same time with some very serious conditions and we only talk about type 1 diabetes but there are lots of things that we haven't talked about here um, that I've experienced and with myself and then again you know later with other parents with the same situations and reaching out to me saying I can't afford you or I can't I don't have the time to read what you sent me or I don't know what to do. I don't have my, I'm one parent and the other parent is, you know, going against what I want to do with my child. Right. So lots of stuff going on there. So what I, what I'm really passionate about doing is bringing those two things together. Um, and people, some people call, I might, I mean, I could guess I get classified as a health coach, but I really don't, I think it's much more than that. And I think we need more than that. Um, and so, you know, being that person who can, you know, deal with issues like you know time I mean like not at the clinic like clinicians and I'm also a clinician but we don't always have the time to do like really like everything that people need we can't be there when they need a support system like you know like call you up you know mm-hmm. or we can't give them money like we actually have to we have practices to run you know we have people to pay you know and so as, as big-hearted as we are we still have to um, you know, take care of our own families and businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what what are we going to do there? You know, so like issues of time, um, you know, help with interpretation or, or you know, the support um, in planning. I mean, that's a big thing is we can come up with a plan, but then there's an execution involved. There's tweaking. There's, um, you know, adjustments to make. You know, so like, Johnny reacted to this supplement. Now what, you know? So I think that where I come from, knowing both of those worlds can really create um, a model of care or at least I guess like almost like a a profession you know a person there that does that you know puts those things together and so that's what I did by creating the health coaching program that I've created or my own method of the way that I work is um, putting all of that stuff together so we've got all of the the uh, the research and the science and all that stuff you know we learn and which I, what I did, learned all that stuff. And then how do we help people um, knowing what we know of the science and the research and then applying it to their own families and then making it simple enough so that they can actually do it at home, you know, so they can actually make these changes. So um, that sounds really vague, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but that's basically what I did. And, and it works really well it, it works really well so um so then you know and I think too when I do my work I think well we need a lot more people like this you know that can do this job and um hearing how it works for people uh and and knowing that I I can't do it all or this other health coach over there and all the people that I meet you know none of us can do it alone and so when we you know when we create this army of other people that um want to do the same thing but they just don't really know how to make this happen 
that's when I thought, nah, I, I just, I have to create an academy. I just have to teach people how, because at least as according to what would have helped me and what helps me and what helps my own clients, that's, that's what I go, I went by. It wasn't about, you know, polling people and ask, you know, it, it was more about seeing what actually worked in real life and then making that reality. You're very impressive. Many people will see the need, but not create an academy. Um, <laughs> you need to do that. But I, no, I, I, no, I completely. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just. No, I'm just. I, I know. Yeah, no, I'm just teasing you. No, I'm just. No, really admire that. Um, that that dedication and no, and I, I have a saying too. You know that we probably both really resonate with. It's. Um, you know, faster alone, but farther together, right? We have to do this as a team. And many of our patients, you know, um, from my perspective, you know, yes, they need a great doctor and somebody who's going to really, you know, try to assess, um, you know, their treatment plan and how to get them well. But that's just one piece of the the puzzle, you know, um, between having, you know, people who help them with like IV therapy to limb drainage to them, um, you know, this type of health coaching or support uh, to get them from poor point A to point B is, is critical. So, um, so tell us, and so you have a training academy, so this is for practitioners, and then you also educate parents. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, okay, and one thing I want to say about what you just said, Christine, is um, about needing, you know, to bridge that gap, but I also think, I mean, one of, one of the big things I do is refer out. I, like I said, there's so many brilliant people out there like yourself and Dr. Klinghart and doing so many things that I just don't, I don't even, I, I know enough, but I don't know enough. Like I don't know nearly enough. So sometimes there's that, like, again, you said a collaboration and working together. It's like, you know what, I'm going to refer you up to this one because you can, that person can help you with that piece and then come back and we'll put that into the plan because they like, there's so much to learn and, there, and there's so many different avenues to go according to what that family needs. So I do that all the time. Like, you know, just refer out and say, okay, look, read this person's book, go to see them, make an appointment with that homeopath, something like that. Right. And so that's part of it too, is, is bringing together that team for those people. Because again, we can't, it's really difficult to do that on our own. And then um, it's much more powerful together. So, um, okay. And then, so you're wondering, asking me about the academy. Um, and actually it is for professionals, but it's for people who want to become professionals. So, you know what, Christine, most of my, my, um, the people in my group are both my professionals, but not necessarily in like the health coaching field. Like, I mean, there are nurses, there are teachers, there are, you know, some, even some moms that, you know, worked in professions that really didn't seem related, um, but were, had children who were ill and, and actually reversed their illness by discovering all these things and all and their own illnesses and, and just like decided, no, I've got to do this because I have to and I have to do this. And then we have people in the medical profession who said, I can't actually do my job anymore because what I've been taught is it was not enough, you know, and especially, uh, you know, several nurses who have come into the program, you know, with that thinking, Oh man, like I, I need to do more I learn more and then I can help my, my clients or my patients better. Um, so every, like, so everybody's welcome. There is a, there's just, I have a very, kind of a stringent um, <laughs> process of not stringent, but people do need to apply. It's not just an open application where it's like anybody can take it and get the designation. I, I really want to create, um, you know, uh, uh, like people, not create the people, but you know, um, the situation where 
people who are certified come out of the program well-versed, uh, very well-educated, and having passed and, you know, with flying colors, all of the testing that we do. So we do quizzes and we do testing. Um, we have a final exam that has both, a, you know, an oral and a, and a written component. We have a practicum. Uh, we also have, um, uh, oh, and I'll, I also support people throughout, you know, after they graduate or while they're, you know, while they're in the program, you know, with their clients and if they need any sort of guidance and, and help with that. So that's why I keep my class sizes reasonable because I'm very hands-on because they need to really get their feet wet instead of just flying out to the world saying, I'm a health coach and I'm going to help you. Like, no, we, you know, I really keep my finger on what my coaches are doing and also just to make sure that they're doing the best work for, for clients and giving them the most relevant um, guidance to people because they they need that um and so yeah so that's my training academy and then i do train i do educate parents um I, so i have programs like weekend workshops that i started to do my first one was um optimizing the health of children with type 1 diabetes and that's like there's a lot of information <laughs> so i am still working on trying to i guess um distill it a little bit more but there's so much as you know but I, I do have those so I've made those um that weekend workshop I recorded it and I made it available for people just to purchase and sit with and you know learn on their own as a primer when you know you get that you're gobsmacked with that diagnosis and then what now is I really think that if you get a good um understanding right from the get-go it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier um, from then. So that's what I, that was my purpose. And I have a few, like lots more coming down the pike for that. And then my summit, which you've been mentioning. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for mentioning that because it's really like a, I don't know, a mastermind. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a gathering of the minds on behalf of children who have chronic illness. And it's really not just about that. Like it's preventing and reversing childhood chronic illness, but it really would apply to anybody. And so, yeah, we have 66 speakers and I think this will air just before it ends, but there'll still be several days to listen to. And, um, you should be able to listen to most of the talks if you, if you, or most of the talks that you want to listen to are really burning to hear, um, when this airs. So thanks Christine for, uh, doing that. Um, oh, at, absolutely. At, at, at the right time. Find it'll be really good for us to um, announce this uh, this uh, initiative. Absolutely, and no, Carla, I know that um, you have so much knowledge and information to share, and I just really appreciate all the work that you're doing um, to help, you know, um, the health of our children and our families. And you really put an amazing uh, summit together, and all the work you're doing is just quite remarkable. I mean, it's just this is how we change. Um, you know, medicine, right, um, by all the things that you're doing. So I, I really, really am grateful for, you know, the energy that you're putting into your work. And um, no, I just with anyone who's listening, please take a look at Carla's summit. She's interviewing um, a lot of the top um, leaders in our field. What were some of your favorite talks, Carla, um, that you, uh, I know that they all are probably, you know, favorites, but if you could think about the, you know, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, you don't have to. No, no, you do. I'm not saying that. No, you don't have to. Like, what? We can blow people. We blow people away in that. No, of course, of course, yours is one of them. Um, you know. Oh, okay. So, Gare, and he's like, he was like a sleeper hit because Kirk Gare talks about cold laser therapy. Oh, cool. Oh man, I'm not even. 
give it up about what he's saying and that was like you can do so much with the cold laser therapy so i would definitely listen to that one um kiran krishnan i love him i mean everybody does deep dive into the microbiome um who else would I mention? I don't even want to pick favorites because like they're, oh, you know, and too, like Phyllis Books, I loved, I loved that one. I love, I've been working with her on things brain related and dyslexia. And I actually used her program to reverse my daughter's graphexia. So okay. you'll hear that story there. Um, loved that. That was a really fun. Oh, Stephanie Seneff. Come on. Of course. <laughs> like, yeah. She's amazing. Whoever listening to this knows. Stephanie Seneff is lovely. Peter Sullivan was just um, was uh, really great too because he talks about EMFs and protecting mm-hmm. um, ourselves from EMFs. And he actually connects EMF um, exposure or overexposure, well, exposure period to autism. That's mm-hmm. the work that he's been doing mm-hmm. um, in his own family and professionally as well. So tons. I, I just could go on and on. There are 66 talks. Oh my gosh. So get, hold on to your ass and press play and do it in the car. Read, listen when you're in the doing the dishes, you know, like mm-hmm. just you're just gonna have to kind of fit it in there. <laughs> yeah, no, sixty six talks is amazing. That is an amazing accomplishment, and yeah, all the people you mentioned, um, you know, I admire all of their work, and yeah, you have a great list of speakers. So we'll make sure to put all that information in the show notes, and then um, Carla, where can people find out more about you and your work? Okay, so. Healthy Family Formula. That's my website. So you can find me there. And I'm all at the other end of everything. The, you know, if you put it in the, in the contact me, I'll get it. If you put it, you know, if you make an appointment, I do 15 minute meet and greets if people want to, you know, just kind of get oriented. It's a lot easier than emailing back and forth. Um, and then also there's a link to my training academy on there. There's um, a link to my book. Actually, we didn't talk about, but that's coming up in June. Oh, wow. Family Health Revolution. Uh, so that's, yeah, I'm super excited about that. That's like, it's too long. So I'm just busy just cutting. <laughs> you have too much in um, now. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, but anyway, so yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then and also follow the link under this talk or whatever, um, uh, Christine is providing for you so that you can find the children's health summit. Well, thank you so much for all of the wonderful information and all the work you're doing, Carla. And it's been really fun to get you get to know you um, over these last few sessions that we've been able to connect on. And yeah, we will um, post all the information for everybody to find out more about Carla and her work. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Christine. It's been an honor. Thank you for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Carla Atherton. If you want to listen to her Children's Health Summit 4, please take a look at the link in the show notes, and please look at her website as well to find out more about what Carla is up to. If you've been enjoying this podcast, I'd be grateful for you to leave a review. And please also look at our new website, sophiaeducate.com. We are putting a lot more about the free uh, webinars that we're giving to our community on the site. And I hope that you find it useful. Thank you so much.